God, we come today with thankful hearts. Thankful that we can take a moment in our day to breathe you in, to focus our attention upon you, and to make space and room for you to have your way. To slow down, come into a place of rest and focus. Will you just begin in this space to focus upon your breath? And before you begin changing it, will you just observe where are you at? Where is the breath right now? Is it in the chest? Is it short? Is it long? Is it going into the belly? Just be aware, be present. We want to come fully into this present moment. We want it to be accepted just as we are. And we want to start by being able to know where we're at so that we can go from there. We want awareness of where we are in the present moment so that we can know where we move from in order to move forward. So now in this space, can you just choose to open up some space in your chest, in your belly, and allow the air to draw deeper into the lower belly, allow the ribs to expand. Breathing into the deep parts of the lungs, opening up, allowing those shoulders just to fall back and down, away from the ears, opening up that heart space in a posture as to say, God, I want to open up space for you. I desire to give room for you today to have your way in me. God, we come here today in this space to meet with you, and so we dedicate this time to you. We choose to Despite any other thoughts in our minds or distractions going on, we choose to quiet ourselves. Quiet our minds and focus upon you. We choose to press through distraction or chaos in order to come into a place of worship because you are worthy. Because you are beautiful and God, we ask that you would open up our eyes to see you clearly today. Open up our ears to hear you clearly. We just make a space right now. A space for you. And we welcome you and we invite you into the deeper spaces of our hearts, of our minds, of our bodies. Awaken our spirits in a deeper way today, in a new way. God, I come with expectation, not of how you should do something or what it should look like, but just an expectation to come close to you. And we give you permission to do whatever that looks like. However close looks today, God, we say yes. We say yes. Will you allow yourself to say yes today? Can you posture yourself in a way where your heart opens up and says yes to the Lord? where your mind opens up and says yes to the Lord, though there may be thoughts and distractions, just begin to push those aside and say no, yes, yes to you, God. Yes to the thoughts of heaven. 
Yes to tuning into the heartbeat of Father God. Turning your attention back to the breath, will you just begin to lengthen it out even longer and just come into a place of peace, a place of rest. There's a natural reaction in the body when you begin to breathe deeply, it just naturally begins to relax you. As you breathe into those deeper spaces of the lungs, you begin to touch places that cause relaxation and rest to come. That's why the breath is so powerful. That's why even away from this space, if you ever feel stress or something begin to rise up, you can just begin to breathe. Remembering that the breath is your connection to Holy Spirit. So right now, as you're breathing in deeply, we begin to see that connection with Holy Spirit. begin to ask Holy Spirit where are you right now what are you doing right now in your interaction with me Holy Spirit as I breathe in and breathe out as I turn my attention and awareness to you what are you doing Will you just allow yourself to experience whatever it is Holy Spirit has for you? In this moment and in this space, it's a space of greater awareness and deeper connection. As you allow your breath to go deeper, will you allow Holy Spirit to go deeper? And as you exhale, will you allow your shoulders to soften? Will you allow any tension to be released? Will you allow your chest to just open up a little bit more on the exhale? On every inhale, we're creating space. And on every exhale, there's a letting go and a moving into that space. So if you can see that in the natural, you can also see it in the spirit. We're on every inhale with the Holy Spirit. We're creating space for him. And on every exhale, we're just letting go of anything we're holding on to that's keeping him out. And we're allowing him to move into that space. Inviting him in deeper. Saying yes once again. Today we're going to continue our journey through Galatians 5 and allow the Holy Spirit just to speak to our hearts through His Word. There's so much power in the Word of God, not in it alone, not the words on the page, but as the Spirit of God breathes on the the words on the page and causes them to come to life and as they absorb into you and cause life in your body, that is the power of the Word of God. 
There's an interaction. There's a flow that happens. There's a dance. Just like our breath, there's an intake and an outgoing. There's a flow. There's a movement. The same is true with the word of God. As we read it and digest it and meditate upon it, as we take it in and allow it to move through us and as we let go of the things that it wants to release in us, that's when there's this great exchange as we allow the Holy Spirit to bring life to the Word and ignite it in our hearts. That's the power of the Word of God. We need the Word and the Spirit moving together. And so today I allow you, I ask you to embrace that as I read the word over you. As we begin to meditate on it, allow the spirit, welcome the spirit of God to ignite these things within you. Pay attention to what ideas start to stand out to you. Pay attention to what scriptures grip your heart. Because that's the Lord speaking in you. He's the Lord interacting in you. Pay attention to tension in your body or as your breath begins to change. It's the Lord at work or it's our own selves beginning to resist that what God wants to do. And all we have to do is if we feel tension, if we feel resistance, we just keep breathing into that place, keep welcoming into that place. Keep looking into the eyes of Jesus. If fear arises, we look to love and we allow the author of love, Jesus, to cast out that fear. So I really want to go deeper today in body awareness, in spirit awareness, in heightened awareness. So God, I ask right now by the power of your Holy Spirit, as I read the word of God, as it surrounds us and dances with us, will you make us aware of what's happening in our hearts, in our minds, in our bodies? Tune us into what you're doing. Let us be so in tune just to the little nuances of what the Spirit is doing today. So Paul is saying, my counsel is this, live freely, animated, and motivated by God's Spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. For there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with a free spirit, just as the free spirit is incompatible with selfishness. These two ways of life are antithetical so that you cannot live at times one way and at times another way according to how you feel on every given day. Why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of a law-dominated existence? Keep breathing in this space and begin to pay attention what's happening in your body. What are you feeling? What are you sensing? What is Holy Spirit doing? We are tuning in. I'm going to read the same piece of scripture over you again. 
in a different version. And again, just allow it to wash over you. There's power in his words when breathed on by the Holy Spirit. But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to the controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of human nature without God. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh. Godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, so that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. But if you are guided, led by the Holy Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Continue to allow those words to wash over you. Breathe them in. Allow Holy Spirit to just take you on a journey. A journey. Led by Him, led by the Spirit. This whole passage is about being led by the Spirit. And so yet I have, though I have a temptation to just to begin to break it down and give you my thoughts and my heart and what God's showing me on this. Instead, I just want to allow room and allow space for you to be led of the Spirit, to you to be taught of the Spirit, to you, for you to go deeper with Holy Spirit in this. So once again, I'm coming with another version, same scripture. Will you breathe just a little bit deeper here? And ask Holy Spirit, now speak to me through these words. What do you have to say to me? Where do you want to go? I want to go on a journey with you. Where are we going? So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is the, just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Will you allow yourself this morning or today or whenever you're listening to this to enter into the freedom that Paul is talking about? The freedom to be led of the Spirit. Let Holy Spirit guide your life. 
Will you just breathe that in right now? Will you breathe in this declaration, this statement? Holy Spirit, I let you guide my life. I choose to follow your leading. I'm deciding today to be guided by you and you alone. Holy Spirit, I let you guide my life. And we just pause, just like there's a pause at the beginning and the end of the breath. We pause for a moment. And we ask, Holy Spirit, is there anything that you want to reveal to me in this moment that you want to set me free of that is not allowing me to walk in the freedom of the Lord? Is there any reason within me, any thought process, perhaps a stronghold, a strong opinion, which is a stronghold, a strong opinion where, where I hold so tightly to an opinion that I do not look at anything else. I am blinded by my own strong opinion. I'm blinded by my own thought process and so I cannot see past it. Are there areas in our lives right now where we are not led of your spirit, but today you want to set us free so that we can be? As you turn your attention back to your breath, as you draw it deeper into your belly, you are breathing in the freedom of the Lord, the freedom of the spirit. And you are just exhaling any lie, anything that just is keeping you out of this space. If there's an unworthiness or an unbelief, will you just begin to allow that to shake off, roll off, just breathe it out. You are worthy not from your own worth or striving. You are worthy because Jesus Christ said you were worthy and he gave his whole life, his own life. He poured it out for you because he thought you were worthy. Before you were born, before you did anything, he thought you were worthy. So if he decided you were worthy from before he created you and when you were born, put that worth in you, then how would you ever expect to change that negatively or positively? The works that we do come under the law and the law of us striving and trying to do it on our own and trying to gain worth from what we do add no value to the cross. If we think we can earn our value from what we do, then we look at the cross and we say, you are, you are worth nothing. That cross means nothing to me because I earn my own worth through my own works. But if we are to follow the spirit, then we know that we are already worthy because we're already paid for, we're already purchased, we're already sealed with a promise of the Holy Spirit in us because of what Christ did for us already. Our worth comes from Him and Him alone. Our value comes from him and him alone. He determines our value. We don't get to determine our value. All we get to do is agree or disagree with what he says. 
And if you look at the cross, if you look at Jesus, who is the exact representation of God the Father, who came to this earth to reveal the Father, not to reveal not to reveal the church, not to reveal the Bible. He came, it says, to reveal the Father. The Father's love, the Father's heart. And he showed that love by sacrifice, by pouring it all out, by serving, by loving, by laying his life down to say, you are worth the price of my son. I don't know how anything gets any more worthy than that. It is humbling when you begin to understand how much God loves you and values you and the worth that he sees in you. And the bottom line is nobody else gets to tell us who we are, what we're worth, and how much we're, what our value is. The only way they get permission is when we give them permission. When we give away our power and we say, okay, I'm going to let the people around me by comparing myself to others, I'm going to let them determine who I am. I'm going to let those people that have spoke negatively determine who I am. I'm going to let those who have come against me. I am going to let myself where I come with guilt and shame, condemnation. All of that stuff is not from the Lord. He does not have one thought of condemnation towards us. It's not in him. He can't think what's not in him. There is no evil in God. Not one evil thought, not one ounce, not one shred. He is 100% goodness. And so the fight we have is being led of ourselves or being led of the spirit, hearing what we say or hearing what the spirit says, agreeing with, with uh, what others say about us or agreeing with what the spirit says about us. Come back to the breath. Draw in the awareness of truth that he's speaking over you right now. You are valued. You are loved. You are worth the price of the Son of God Almighty. You are beautiful. You are created by the most magnificent God. And he doesn't make junk and he doesn't make mistakes. And when you begin to beat yourself up and live under guilt and shame and condemnation, you're abusing his own creation. And so today I thank you God for a grace to lift off the abuse that we have allowed in our own lives or that people who have sinned against us. I thank you, Lord, that you took it all, that you experienced the worst kind of abuse on the cross so that we would not have to, so that we could rise above. So even though bad things happen to us, hard things happen to us, we can rise above by the power and the spirit of God. When we follow the spirit, 
We rise above. We know who we are and no one else can shift us out of that space. When we follow the spirit, we do not give our power away, but we are powerful and we are free and we are strong and we stand firm in the identity of who God has created us to be, a child of God, a lover of the creator of the universe. On your next inhale, we do take it deep and will you allow your chest to open up and breathe in the magnificence of God, the beauty, knowing that you are the beauty of his creation. And will you just exhale any guilt, any shame, any condemnation, shaking it off, releasing it. And even if you need to move a little bit in your body, shaking your hands off or moving your neck around, just movement, movement in the body where perhaps lies have been lodged. Just begin to move and flow any way we feel. Honor the body. If you feel the body needs to move, allow the movement to come. I believe it's Holy Spirit dislodging lies within your person and allowing the flow of the spirit to come in. That's why meditation, breath work, and movement are so powerful. So just begin to move any way you feel led. Allowing the Spirit of God to go deep into the spaces of your heart, of your body. Continuing to breathe. I'm going to read this scripture over you one more time as we begin to wrap up. Will you just let it saturate you? My counsel is this. Live freely, animated and motivated by God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. For there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with a free spirit. Just as a free spirit is incompatible with selfishness, these two ways of life are antithetical, so that you cannot live at times one way and at times another way according to how you feel on any given day. Why don't you choose to be led by the spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of the law-dominated existence? So Paul boils it down to simple choice. Just choose to be led of the spirit. Choose to give him space. Choose to hear what he's saying. Choose to exchange what he is saying for anything that doesn't align with what he said about you. Choose to believe. Choose to draw near. You have so much power. I believe one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given us and ever will give us is the gift of free choice. It is powerful that he does not force things upon us, that he does not, um, he does not go ahead and supersede our free choice, our free will and force us to do something or just wire something in our brain a certain way so that we're robots and we just do what he says. He's given us this beautiful gift of free choice. There is no freedom without free choice. 
because that would be control and there's no freedom in control except for self-control but that's a little different self-control is a fruit of the spirit comes from the spirit it comes from being led of the spirit it's not a white knuckling doing it on yourself I will control this that's that's not freedom And so will you exercise the greatest gift that God's given you, one of the greatest gifts, free choice today? And will you choose life? Will you choose freedom? Will you choose to follow the Spirit of God today? God, I thank you. And I praise you for this time and this space together, separately together. It's an honor and a privilege, Lord, to be able to bring this this space, this time with you. God, I love you so much. Will you just bless each person as they go from this space? Will you cause them throughout their day today and each day this week to have opportunity to choose to be led of the Spirit? Will you make it so tangible? Will you bring them into the school of the Spirit and say, look how easy this is. Here's opportunity here and here and here to be led of the Spirit. I bless them in the name of Jesus. I bless their families. I bless their children. I bless every single person that they come in contact with this week. And I bless their interactions that through relationship, through conversation, that they will be led of the Spirit. God, that this week they will have one ear to the person they're listening to and one ear to you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that they're in tune with you, that they are blessed, that they are filled. God, we love you. We worship you. We thank you for your goodness. Amen.